What's up, Internet? It's election day in America, but we're in Canada, so we're doing a morning show. My name's David Webb. I'm Arielle Edwards. We get nerdy nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. Boom. <laughs> that is right. It is that day, y'all. It is, uh, it is November 3rd, 2020. <laughs> I feel like I've been waiting for this day since November 4th, 2016. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is uh, fair. I, I know, I know typically we don't get political on Twitch. I know that, um, we try and keep our nerdy nightly stuff more escapist. Um, I, and, you know, we, we, we do let our opinions out from time to time on mm -hmm. the channels because, yeah. We, it's a tough line, right? Like, we say we don't want to be political. Yeah. But at the same time, I think that part of what um, being uh, on this platform is, is being open and honest with your community and being a genuine person. Totally. And that genuineness uh, sometimes involves, you know, letting uh, the world know how you feel about things. Yeah. And, you know, something as important as voting and the election, I think it's hard to just ignore, mm -hmm. you know, like it's going to come up, you know, and, mm -hmm. and then on a day like today, it's on everybody's mind. And, you know, we've got some news for you and we won't talk about it for an hour, mm -hmm. but you know, we do want to acknowledge that this, um, this is a very anxiety inducing time for a lot of people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Um, but I, I, we do want to start by saying, uh, please go vote today. If you have yes. not voted, it, it's weird, right? Because this is the first election in my lifetime where the majority of my close friends have already voted. Yeah. And so I usually have an accountability buddy and I usually have people that I'm texting throughout the day to be like, hey, how are you doing? How's the line where you are? And I won't have any of that today. There's yeah. no, um, I won't have any like relationship with the polls today. Yeah in a way that I always have in the past. Yeah. Um, and honestly, you know, for me and my friends, we've always uh, found election day to be a very exciting thing. Going to vote is, 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 is this thing that you get to do. You get to participate in your community and you get to have a voice. And, um, yeah, I, I think that it's, it's, it's weird, right? That this time our voices are, have already been th thrown into the wind Yeah. and we're just waiting. Yeah. To hear what other people think. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's right now it's the waiting game and there's really nothing to be done about it except, you know, making sure that the people that you know, the people around you mm -hmm. have also tried to make their voice heard. Uh, so if you're choosing between watching this show and voting. Go vote. Go vote. Our <laughs> show, it, let's be honest, y'all, this show is, is fun, but it's, it's not that important. Voting is important. I shouldn't say that. This show is very important. Be here every Monday through Friday, 10 <laughs> Please support our show. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, you know, you have to, you have to vote, uh, especially in this election. It's, it's an important one. Mm -hmm. You know, I was thinking about it the other day, because usually in the American election cycle, there's like a third party candidate, a candidate that gets a lot of press. You know, your Gary Johnson's, your Jill Stein's, mm -hmm. um, people like that. Um, that, that one, uh, Republican one, or the, the one, like, extremist right one, I can't remember his name, uh, he was a segregationist and it was like, woof, but a lot oh. of people supported him. It was, yeah, it was wild. Yikes. Um, it's Dark Dispatch just threw it out there. I was like, oh man, like, this election cycle hasn't had, like, the third party candidate getting much press. Um, and I, I just, I 
couldn't even think of I was like yeah it's weird like this is the one election where we didn't get the the third party person and then yeah at this morning I was like oh wait that's right Kanye is running for president and I, had, I think he's actually like, yeah he, he's on the ballot in several states apparently but only in a handful like because he oh, didn't, yeah, yeah, he yeah. didn't get a shit together like it's a fucking <laughs> like fucking hell man but we talked about him yesterday because yeah. of the hologram that he gave Kim for his birthday. And mm-hmm. even in that, we talked about him the day before the election. And at no point in us talking about him did I think, oh, that's right, he ran for president this No, year. yeah, I completely forgot. <laughs> like, truly, like, di- like that was... I, I forgot until you just said that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, wow, I'm... Mm-hmm. Yep. What a, what a specimen of humanity. <laughs> I love his music. <laughs> I, I don't. I do. I'm a con. I I think I think his lyrics are, are excellent. I just think um, it's just such a bizarre. It's it's a bizarre bizarre 2020 where like so many odd things have happened that some of the odd things that have happened I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, there's just been too much weird shit. You know, we started with obviously the pandemic and the the and quarantine, and then we got fucking Tiger King, and we got. Oh my god, I forgot about Tiger King. What? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Tiger King was like... Because I saw a tiger. Like... And tiger saw a man. Jesus. <laughs> like, I can't believe that we're still in that same year. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Whenever people talk about the fire, the fires in Australia, I'm like, oh, oh my yeah. God. Right. That was like that less was than a year, year ago. It's been... Oh, my uh, God. It's, it's been a horrible year, guys. It's been a great <laughs> year, but it's also been a fucking awful year. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but we got oh. married. So, like, that was good, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, there's a few good right? things. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You're right? fine. Yes. Okay. Shh, it's fine. You're good. You're good. <laughs> um, all yeah. right, y'all. I, I think that's all the time we're going to give to that this morning. Let's yeah. talk about things that make us happy. Well, um, uh, something that makes me happy, I think it was Rebel asked, um, mm-hmm. was it Rebel or was it Muddles? I can't remember. Um, did we find the cork from the bottle that we popped yesterday? <laughs> No. No, we, we forgot It's under about the couch it. in the corner somewhere. We didn't even look for we, it. We never looked. That's yeah. so funny. I forgot about it completely. I was a little tipsy. Yeah, for those of you who missed it, uh, we we launched our merch line yesterday. Yay! Um, which we're very excited about. Yeah. We have merch. Mm-hmm. Um, which I, I was like, we'll do that in like 2021. But we've been asked, so many people have been asking for mugs, nightly morning show mugs. Yeah. So we made it happen. Yeah. Um, uh, Rebel asked. And uh, okay, yesterday, yesterday we, we popped some champagne, we had some mimosas, Clarus got a little drunk, um, and then slept through the afternoon. I, I had like an hour nap, and it wasn't yeah. even the afternoon, it was at like 6 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Yesterday yeah. was fun. Yeah. It was a good day. It was. It was fun. We, we probably won't do that very often, because that was a lot of sugar for my body to process, <laughs> and I still don't feel like myself. Yeah, next time we'll just drink the champagne, no orange juice. <laughs> it sounds a lot less tasty, but I think my body would be happier for it. <laughs> should we get into the news? Yes, we should. Um, all right, let's uh, let's go with that that uh, that title story there, right underneath. Um, we are going to be doing. Uh, we are going to be doing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we have started. Uh, we we already started to see um, some of the conventions from this year push back to next year. Yes. Um, we know that uh, Star Wars Celebration pushed back. Uh, among other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, news yesterday was that BlizzCon, the Blizzard 
only convention, which is a huge uh, end of the year event. It's usually where a lot of like the finales of their esports competitions are. Yeah. I'm a big, I love to watch StarCraft uh, esports, <laughs> and that's where the world championship always is, is at BlizzCon. That's not going to be happening this year, obviously, because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, also, some of the best cosplay of the year happens at BlizzCon because the big armors from World of Warcraft and, and StarCraft and uh, totally. truly some of like the, the coolest cosplays you'll see year round are always at BlizzCon. And so we are going to be seeing BlizzCon next year and um, it will be online. This is the yeah. first... BlizzConline. 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 I know it's a it's a weird word to say con because you would want to go con online. This con online. Um, it's con online. It's yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a choice. Yeah. So it's it's a weird it's a weird thing, right? <laughs> this is the first. Well, no, I guess it's not first because like DC fandom and like we've had them this year, but to see companies uh, that this event would be in February next year, mid February, mm-hmm. and to see these companies push uh, to 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 you know have their convention Mm -hmm. but have it online and have these events in 2021 is starting to sound weird to me yeah because it sounded like okay in 2020 we're going to have the online conventions but then 2021 we'll be back and it's being it's it's very clear that's probably not going to happen well i mean but realistically like yeah i know um and it's you know it's something that we do have to think about and, and talk about uh, it's just, it's, it's one of those things. Cause like I have wanted to go to TwitchCon for a long time mm-hmm. and you know, who knows when the next in-person TwitchCon is going to be. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's unfortunate. I mean, here's the thing. As far as Blizzard goes, I haven't played pretty much any of their games. Uh, like I really, um, um, they're not on my radar as far yeah. as like companies to support really. But, you know, they're trying to make it work. They're like, okay, well, th- then we then we go online. We do what we can. Yeah. And we try to make the most of the situation. Um, but, it, yeah, I, I, I hope it goes well. I'm sure there's a lot of work and a lot of thought that's going into this. Mm-hmm. Um, to try to give people a supplementary experience instead of going in person. Yeah, and I think... Um... I think that, you know, we saw really successful cons, right? Like, I, I think that fandom, the DC fandom, was really, really successful. Yeah, I and think they did it well. It was an enjoyable experience. Uh, we, we watched the whole day. Yeah. Um, and we, we had a great time with that. So I think that there's a way to do these online cons that works and is, is special and um, brings the audience into an experience. Mm-hmm. And now I, I really wonder, you know... Um, I, I, you know, I just, I really, I really wonder, uh, what the, what this is going to be like. I know that Diablo 4 is coming. Uh, I know that you aren't a big Diablo fan, but, um, Diablo and Diablo 2 and Diablo 3, like that, less so Diablo 3, uh, but, uh, I ended up spending a lot of time in that game later. It just, <laughs> at launch was, it was tough. Yeah. Um, but like I've spent, I've played through Diablo 2 probably a hundred times at least. All the, and I mean all the way through like to hell, like. Um, I, I'm going to be starting a new Diablo 2 run this week, actually. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow night at 5 p.m. Eastern on the Nerdy Nightly channel, I'm going to be doing a run-through of Diablo 2 over the next few weeks. We're going to play every Wednesday night, because it's when Clara says D&D. Uh, <laughs> and we're going to be playing through Diablo 2 with uh, Tommy Tsunami, uh, a good friend. Uh, 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 Dagon, if you could throw a shout-out to Tommy Tsunami in the chat for me, I'd appreciate that. But... Um, 
yeah, we're, we're, I'm, I'm playing another Diablo 2 run starting this week because I just, I really love that game. I love Blizzard games. I love Blizzard design and aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the first Diablo really changed the world mm-hmm. um, in, of video games. It was, a, it was a huge kind of landmark moment for uh, a certain style of game. Yeah. Um, and sure. we wouldn't have the kind of loot boxy, um, you know, I think that Destiny 2, all uh, the New Avengers game, those all kind of um, harken back to the randomized loot generator of Diablo and Diablo 2. Like, it really, they really yeah. started a whole trend with that. Yeah. And I, I really, I you know, I, I love Blizzard and I hope that they're able to, like, keep going through this. And I hope that BlizzCon Line is a huge success. I hope they make it fun and interactive the way that DC Fandom did. Um, and yeah. less like, um, thanks for the posture check, Dagon. I'm going to sit up a little bit. Ooh, good for the back. Um, okay, don't, just... don't do that. Don't break the, don't break the set. Um, and, uh, I, I just want to, uh, I, I just want this to be good. You know, I don't, I, cause these are expensive events. These companies put a lot of money into them. Yeah. And for Blizzard, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't want them to go under cause I like the games they make. Yeah, um, I here's I, and I don't know much about Blizzard. Like I said, mm-hmm. I haven't played any of their games. What I do know that they do really well is their cinematic trailers, mm-hmm. uh, which I have seen a few of, and are truly top notch. Yeah. And you know, even if um, even if I don't make BlizzCon line a big part of my day, I I'm definitely gonna at least check out some of those trailers because I like mm-hmm. they're just so well done and put together that they're they're fun to watch. They're like a little like mini movie. Always, yeah. Um, the and Lilith, I love that. The Lilith reveal for um, Diablo Four is really cool. If you haven't seen the yeah. Diablo Four trailer yet, I highly recommend it. Lilith looks like she's gonna be a killer villain. Yeah. Uh, and I'm so excited to go kill her. Um, <laughs> Um, right. In other online like convention like news like this, mm-hmm. uh, Apple, hot off of their very successful iPhone 12 event, mm-hmm. successful in the event that in the um, sense that um, everyone was talking about it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, the the talking points around it were very positive, and everyone said that it was a success. Um, the they have announced that they're doing another event oh. on November 10th. Uh, so that is a week from today. Yeah. And we are going to be hearing more releases, I guess. Um, huh. The phones have been announced. We have the iPad Air. So I'm assuming this is going to be a new MacBook, Peter? maybe. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited. I, you know, I love my Apple products uh, as much as Clarus likes to make fun of me for it. Our computer, uh, the PC that we stream off of, blue screened this morning, and I did not know what that was. Yeah, David was like, "What's happening?" And I was like, "It's just we left it on for like two days. It's just restart. You're you're fine." Yeah, I hate that. He's like, "Well, Apple doesn't do that." Apple <laughs> doesn't do that. And so uh, I'm excited to see what they're announcing next. I I like the advancement of technology mm-hmm. in the world, uh, partially because I think that as technology advances, we might have solutions to. Um, some of the problems in the world yeah. and we might solve those through technology. I'm hoping that that's the case. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm hopeful that this will be another cool advancement in, um, in Apple tech. Yeah. And who knows, maybe I will get a new laptop that has enough storage space on it for me to do my job. Well, that's the thing is David actually does need a new MacBook. Um, and cause so... we can definitely afford that right now. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, Hopefully we can trade it in and and, mm-hmm. and make it work. Here's the, like here's the thing, it, your his computer has given us a few scares lately, mm-hmm. and so we're like, oh, maybe it's time. 
And you know what? Four, four and a half years is not an awful life for a laptop, especially in today's day and age where mm-hmm. people are replacing them every like two years. Um, so, you know, we're definitely going to be, we're going to keep an eye on this event. We'll let you guys know what we think about it. Yeah. Um, because, you know, we might have to get David a new computer. Yeah. It's that's re- what credit cards are for. <laughs> it's really awesome editing video on a computer that sometimes doesn't have audio for no reason. Yeah. It's great. It's yeah. really awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very odd. And so we're a little bit concerned. And so we might, um, we might trade in, uh, this computer. Yeah. For a new version, because at, you know David uses the the Mac programs and he wants a MacBook and and they have this trading program. I love that you say that as if it's like oh, David. Break. We're gonna no, Hugh no, <laughs> <laughs> <You> Miller. <laughs> Miller, well, thank you so much. That thank you for the bits. Putting that straight towards it. the new computer. Appreciate it. Um. Yeah. So if you are a if you are a Apple fan, November tenth is their next event. I will be, I'll probably put out a video on the YouTube uh, watching it. I think I'm going to start doing those. I should have done one for the Nintendo Direct last week. Um, but I like to like, I like reaction videos. So I think I'm going to start reacting to more things. Great. And hopefully people are interested in that. And if not, um, I'll probably do it anyway because I like to look at my own face in camera lenses. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, you kind of have to a little bit to do what we do. Yeah. Otherwise it'd be very uncomfortable because you were like, wouldn't want to be like looking at your own face, but it, mm, yeah, it's probably an actor thing, you know? Uh, Dagon, I don't know if it's slightly, but I'm definitely vain. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're honest. We, we, we know ourselves pretty well. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's move on. Uh, the next story we want to talk about is there, uh, someone's suing Amazon. Really? Yeah. A woman is suing Amazon because the uh, terms of services, essentially... So, here, basically, I'm, let me go back a little bit. I'm trying to yeah. uh, go through this in the most logical way for an audience who didn't read the story that I read. Um, Thank you. A woman is suing Amazon because you don't own your movies when you buy them, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, if you buy an... Uh, even if you buy a DVD of a movie, you don't own that movie. Yeah. You own the license to watch that movie. And this is important because if you actually owned the movie, then you could sell tickets for people to come to your house and watch it, which is very illegal. Yeah. Right? You you never own your media. Yeah. Because that's not really how ownership in this space works. Mm-hmm. So a woman is suing Amazon because if... They, in their terms of service, they can take away your ability to watch a movie on Amazon that you have paid for, that you technically own, if they no longer have the rights to sell licenses to it or for it to be watched on their service. What? So basically, um, if you buy a movie and <gasps> yeah. the whatever the whatever the agreement is for it to be sold on Amazon were to be relinquished, Mm -hmm. then it would disappear from your account as well. I hate that. Yeah. And this is, this has been true across the internet for the entirety of digital media. Yeah. This isn't new. This isn't new. And it's the same legal concept as a DVD. Yeah. Uh, you don't own a DVD. You own the, you own the license to it. And so this woman is suing because the language on Amazon says own. Like, you're either renting or you're owning, mm-hmm. right? And those are the two words that they use. Yeah. And she's saying, well, I don't own it if you're... You can take it away If you can take time. it away from me at any time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, I totally get that. That's like... Well, and we've had, we've had this kind of conversation a few times mm-hmm. on the show, you know, about 
like owning like what what do you own what do you can you use um you know like losing media because like you don't have access to an account or anything anymore like not having the physical thing yeah it means that they can take it away anytime and i hate that it's complicated though right because you don't own it yeah and, and, and I think the problem here is a, a problem of language and not necessarily a problem of, like, it's not Amazon being a bad company. Because iTunes does the same thing. Yeah. Like, uh, and there have been cases in the past where, like, iTunes, um, if a company puts out a new version of a movie, mm-hmm. sometimes the old version of the movie is no longer available on platforms. Yeah. Because there were issues with this or that. Yeah. Um, and so... Uh, model says you wouldn't want someone to show up at your door and ask you to hand over physical media just because someone lost the rights to distribute licenses either. But models, like yeah. you, you own that DVD and you can play that DVD for your personal entertainment for as long as the DVD works. Yeah. But if the DVD stops working, you don't own the movie. You can't just be like this DVD stopped working. Give me another one. You know what I mean? That's just not. It's not how it works. Yeah. Um, mm. And, you know, Mel the Bard is saying this is how all video games are now. Because even when you buy a physical game disc today, there's nothing on it and you don't own the game. Yeah. You download it. You only have that game as long as the servers will let you download it. Yeah. And I I think it's an interesting legal case. She's going to lose. There's no way she wins this case. um, Because there's no way she wins this case. Well, unless unless their language is very misleading. Except it's the same language that we've been using since iTunes started to put out songs for 99 cents back in 2000 and whatever. And there have been, we've just gone through this, like, this is the language of how we do this. Yeah, 100%. But, you know, maybe that that is incorrect. You know, like, like if people are being misled, I don't know. I think she might have a leg to stand on, depending on how her lawyers handle it. You know what I mean? I just think it's interesting that... Um, Another aspect of this case that I haven't brought up yet is that this hasn't happened to her yet. She's suing on the fact that it could happen. Right. So, like, it's 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 a tough legal argument to be like, I'm suing you because there is a chance that at some point in the future you have the legal right to do this. Right. Which is a real which is a real razor's edge of a. Yeah, that's that's a tough one to navigate. Um. <clears throat> it's weird. Yeah. It's and and Dark Days saying it isn't that the movie doesn't work. They eliminated her access, but her access isn't legal anymore. And so and so she paid for the access. I think that Amazon might yeah. have to change their language. Yeah. Well, but that's what I mean. Like I think like the like there's gonna have to be adjustments made to make things more clear mm-hmm. and digestible for like a normal person. I don't think there's going to be though. You don't. I, th- I think this is going to get swept away. I, and I, I think that we're going to keep using own and rent because that's the language that we've been using. I think it's an interesting case, but I, I definitely think she's going to lose. I just think it's more of a, it's an interesting thing to talk about more than, I don't think legitimately that Amazon is going to lose this battle. So then, so is there is there anything in like the legality of um, buying and owning a movie from Amazon and you, like, having people over to watch it that are not you? Uh, yeah, as long as you're not making money off of it, it's fine. Okay. So, like, so like, if you sell tickets 
for people to come to your house and watch something, that's illegal. Because mm-hmm. you are profiting off of... A, like, you cannot have a DVD, put it on a screen in your backyard, and sell tickets to your backyard event. Okay, yeah. Um, that is illegal. Mm-hmm. Um, you can play the movie on your backyard screen and have your friends over to watch it for free. Gotcha. And, you know, there have definitely been weird... There have definitely been weird, like, ways around this. Like, um... That you can't, uh, like, sometimes people be like, all right, well, they bought the food and they came and watched the movie. And it's like, that's legal. Right. Because you didn't profit. But, like, questionable, you know what I mean? And, you know, there are ways around it. Hmm. Um, There isn't really a way around this, though. Yeah. Um, Hammond Teeters is saying that they have their own digital horror story. Um, Their Xbox account with about 400 games on it got hacked. Um... And it looks like whoever hacked it was banned for violating TOS, and so he lost everything on that account. Oof, taters. That's... Someone hacked your account, and so you lost everything? Yeah, because they violated TOS, so the account got shut down. I feel like Xbox should have been able to rectify that, though. Here's the problem. Um, Once an account is shut down or banned... Is it deleted forever? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. how does that work? Do they keep it for a few days? It, it could have literally just been immediately, like, deleted and, and gotten rid of, and, and that's that. And that's awful. Like... Yeah, yeah, that's why I keep, like, my Steam receipts in a folder in case, like, something were to happen to my Steam account. I can be like, these are the games I bought. You can... Cl- I, I have receipts for all of my games. Like, yeah. It's... Yeah, it's just wild. Yeah. Like, that's... That's awful. Like, if, you, if you've gotten, like, hacked... Um, the, like, there should be, like, there should be some kind of backup for that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, ha- like, I mean, this is not really in, like, any way really the same. But I had a RuneScape account. Um, that someone But I accessed. had a free RuneScape account. Well, actually, I had a membership, which was, like, $7 a month. But no, it was the same you thing. You paid for RuneScape? Y- yes. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. No, but it's the I same married I- the right woman. <laughs> it's the same idea where my account, someone had access to it and violated the t- like the terms of service for RuneScape, and it got deleted and removed. And I tried to appeal it, and like you can't. Um, and it's they stopped charging you, right? You weren't. Still oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the account was like deleted, um, and it was like I had, you know, it had it had been some time before like I realized that this had happened. <clears throat> it, it was a whole thing, but it's like you shouldn't you shouldn't be responsible. Like, there should be a way to prove that it wasn't you. Yeah. Yeah, David missed out. Yeah, I paid I paid for RuneScape for, like, two years. Not in high school, because I, I, I didn't have the money, but, like, when I moved to Toronto and I had some money, I, I yeah, I was like, $7 a month, that's not bad. I was too busy um, playing Pokemon and Monster Hunter. That's fair. I didn't have time for RuneScape. My Monster Hunter addiction uh, did not leave time for uh, RuneScape. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to play some Monster Hunter today. I'm going to find some time for that. Yeah, go for it. Um, <laughs> just try to forget about the election. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hemi, I'm so sorry. Like, that is really awful. Yes. And that's the kind of thing that we kind of, we need protection against, I guess is the right word. Like, if you're trusting the company mm-hmm. and giving them your money and your, you know, your, your information should be safe, if they get hacked, like if it like like, it's it's not like you went and gave out your password and information to a bunch of people. Yeah. You know, like that should be their responsibility, and that's that's garbage. 
Yeah, it's just it's tough, right? Because we're heading towards a we're heading towards a future where like nothing is physical media. Oh yeah, and everyone's going more like minimalist. Well, the I shouldn't only, say everyone, but the, like the only physical media games I have are Nintendo Switch games. Yeah, and even those you can't play without updating. Yeah. Online, so like I don't even know. Um, most most Nintendo Switch uh, things that you plug in, mm-hmm. uh, there's an, an immediate update, uh, and it downloads some stuff onto your Switch. Yeah. Um, so it's it's really it's really tough. Like I don't know, I don't know what we're gonna do about ownership in the future. And maybe you know because of like the legal ease of how we already don't own anything and how it's all licenses. Yeah. It might be a situation where like we really don't own anything, and maybe Xbox Game Pass is the way to go because you you end up in a situation where you know you just you pay a monthly subscription fee and you get all your video games. And, you know, as long as Xbox exists, you keep your video games. Yeah. Um, <sighs> uh, you couldn't play a single-player-only game if you weren't connected online. Mello, they did that for... Um, th- th- that was one of the big things about Diablo 3 that everyone was really pissed off about. Uh, when Diablo 3 was announced, there wasn't a single-player o- version of it that you could play offline. Hmm. So you have to be connected at all times to play Diablo 3. Which, which is garbage sucked for me because I like I enjoy Diablo two online I do it's fun but the majority of my time playing Diablo two was just like local area connections or like just me and my friends um, and I really or just me you know just me taking on the devil you know and having a blast with it and uh, I was really upset at the time that Diablo three was going to be uh you had to be online because you know I move around a lot with my job like. Theaters, when you work as an equity actor in a, the theater, they the theater has to provide your housing with Wi-Fi. Yeah. They don't necessarily have to provide you with, like, usable Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, just because you can connect to it doesn't mean it's going to do anything. I was doing a contract in Pennsylvania, and I had very different Wi-Fi depending on what room of my house I was in, and I just wasn't willing to bring my computer into the bathroom and play video games on the toilet because that's where the Wi-Fi was strongest. Yeah. Um, so I ended up playing a lot of Switch games while I was there because my, I, you know, yeah. I would literally, if I needed to download something, I, this is so funny, I, I would put my Switch in its dock on the mantle above the toilet and I would do whatever download I needed to do because that was where the Wi-Fi was best and then I would take it to the television and play games there. Yeah. Um, Jesus. Uh, well, that's one of the big reasons that I love Civilization. Mm-hmm. Is that I don't need to be connected to the internet to do. I can just take my laptop and literally yeah. go play it anywhere. And the fact that you can play Civilization on your Surface is amazing. Like, yeah, it's really that's that's something else. I love my computer. <laughs> I love I love all of our computers. Yeah. Do we have enough? As we talk about needing a new one. Hey, it's not that we're getting an additional one. It's that we're trading an old one to replace it because it's not working. That's anymore. true. That's true. That's true. Because <laughs> we're having difference. problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, I, I, I love my computer, but it, that that is a big, um, that is a big thing for the game for me because like I, mm-hmm. you know, I've taken my computers to like airports or you know been in remote places where like I, you know, no Wi-Fi or very very bad Wi-Fi, and you can just. Turn on your computer and waste the hours that you have to wait playing Civilization Five, and it flies by. It's great. Civ Five plays well on the iPad. Yeah, um, you can also play on like the. Um, it's really fun to play on the Surface Pro with the pen and the tablet because you can like, um, 
I don't know about your iPad. Maybe. Why? My um, iPad's last year's edition. Is it? Yeah. Then, yeah, probably. I mean... Like... Sorry, this that's the end of the show. Uh, all right, thank you, everyone. Uh, this has been fun. Uh, we really... <laughs> <laughs> but, like, Sith... <laughs> what if I literally right. was like, and we're done. All right. Um, no, I'm it was like, go. oh, damn it. What did I start? <laughs> no, but it's, it's one of those games... It's really fun to play on a tablet with, like, a pen and everything. But, um... Yeah, that, like, that whole online-only trend, yeah, terrible idea. It's a terrible idea, but for some games, I I get it. Like, it's just necessary for how the game is built, Mm -hmm. and it's unfortunate. And it's, it's, part of it is, there is this, there is this competition, right, between all of these game makers to make the most impressive, amazing things, and they are limited not by their imaginations. The imaginations of game developers are vast and yeah. unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Their, on, their only real limitations are the physical media that they're working with. Mm-hmm. And so if they don't need to fully rely on the physical media and the game can exist in sort of a cloud space where they can have as much power as they need, mm-hmm. I understand why they go that way. Yeah, absolutely. I Like, I can understand the logical reason for it. And so, you know, there's just, there's a part of me that as much as I, I understand the, like, pushback against it, I also understand that for the developers, it is sometimes easier to not have to rely on whatever device people are using it on to be 100% supporting their dreams and aspirations, you know? But at the same time, I feel like lately there's also been a huge pushback against the most amazing graphics. And again, like, people don't care about that. People, we've seen it all. I feel like we've, we've kind of seen everything yeah. Um, and I think that this happens at the end of every generation of consoles. Because a new console comes out and graphics take this leap forward and everyone is blown away for two or three years by what yeah. we can do. Everyone is so infatuated with the new. Yeah. And then at the end of the console generation, when it's kind of been that same high quality console look for a while, yeah. people start to be like, yeah, but a gameplay again. I want to go back to gameplay. People and then they play more... Among Us. Yeah, yeah. No, but people care about the the story. People care about the characters. You know, like, graphics are cool, but, like, give it some substance. Mm-hmm. You know, replayability. Like, like, you know, um, Subnautica. Glitchy. Not the best graphics. But, like, God, I could play that for years. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And you might. And I probably will. Um, <laughs> Sorry, <also>. Dagon. <laughs> No, not on stream. Anyways, I you know I streamed the game, and Skyrim is gonna be like my go-to stream game, and then we'll switch in and out like the rotating game. But yeah. um, it's just yeah. Although now all I can think about is that I actually have a reason to get that mint green iPad. Yeah, the iPad Air is it's a sleek look. I, know, I like it a lot. I don't need I it, want it, and I don't have the money for it. But it's mint but green. There's a, but there's also like the baby blue, so we should get matching nerdy nightly iPads. If you don't, if you haven't noticed already, we have a technology problem where we really like technology. Yeah. We just want to get big enough on YouTube that tech companies send us things to review online. And we just get free tech. And we get free tech That's to play around with. I think that means we need to review tech. Well, we did the Oculus one. We did the Oculus, and people seem to like it. I don't yeah. know if any of you guys watched it, but we got a decent amount of views on YouTube. Maybe, maybe we'll become tech reviewers. Maybe. <clears throat> and we'll be like the East Coast Linus Media Group. Yeah. 
Could you imagine? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I legit... No, wait, okay, but when the... Like, I, I, I actually have a problem. Like, when the 12... When the iPhone 12 was announced, mm-hmm. the Pro one with, like, the, like, blue colored... Like, I was like, oh my God, I can get a phone that matches my laptop. And I was legit, like... And there's also a mint green one. And anything mint green, this woman is like... I know. <sighs> I have a sm- small problem. I think that's why you love Baby Yoda so much is because he's mint green. He's not mint green. He's kind of mint green. He's more mint green than Yoda was. Uh, no. No, he's green. Oh, okay. He, okay. Mint green is like pastel-y, like, 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 he just, he does not look like a, no. Can you guys tell that there's no news to talk about today? <laughs> by how, how, how random and off the wall today's show has been? Sorry. Sorry. It's, um, it's, it, it, but it's that thing, like, no one wants to put out News. No one wants to put out news right now. Because no but, one cares about anything other than the election. It's true. But <laughs> going off Baby Yoda, we do have some news about The Mandalorian. Yeah, let's talk about that. It's, yeah. it's a fun story. Um, it is a fun story. So, um, it, it's a this is a slight spoiler for... See, episode one. Episode one. It's not really a spoiler. It's not really a spoiler. It kind of, you, you see it right away. It's not it's, a spoiler because it was in season one as well. It was, yeah. It was in season one. Yeah. You're right. So, um, it's... it's Anyways, if you don't want any, if you want to hear anything about episode one of season two, that's totally fine. I understand. Mm-hmm. But um, season two, episode one, mostly takes place on Tatooine. Yeah, you could. Yeah, mostly. Mostly. Um, and uh, so the Tusken Raiders are a fairly prevalent part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what Disney did is they had... Um, they had a sign language created um, f- specifically for the Tuscan Raiders, created by... Um, well, it started... So it started... They hired... Uh, in season one, the Tuscan Raiders... Uh, the Mandalorian interacts with the Tuscan Raiders through sign language mm-hmm. um, to try and show a different side to the Tuscan Raiders, which I really loved and I thought was a really smart thing to do. Yeah. And so in season two, they wanted to do that again, but somewhat more extended. And they... Um, they hired a hearing um, sign language interpreter. Yeah. Uh, and that person came on to the Mandalorian, and uh, that person was like, hey, if we're going to do this, we should probably bring in someone who is hearing impaired, mm. who is more of this uh, the culture of sign language. Yeah. Um, and so Disney, uh, in my opinion, did the right thing by doing that, by bringing in a, an actually hearing impaired person yeah. uh, to represent the, the, that, that idea in that community. Yeah. And that person came in and created a new sign language uh, that is unique to the Tuscan Raiders. Yeah. Uh, and I really think that it's, it's, really, um, it's really cool to see it in the episode. Yeah. Uh, it feels like a very tactile um, language. It feels real. Yeah. Like, you know, that's the thing. Like, it's it's like it's like Elvish or something where, like, you feel like you could actually learn it. Because it is a fully developed language, like Klingon or something like that. Um, and it's, I think that that's really awesome for mm-hmm. them to go that extra mile. Because um, it, makes, it makes a big difference. You can tell. Yeah. And I, I think that, you know, we... If you've been watching the morning show, you know that we are very, um, we're big fans of diversity and and about representation mm-hmm. and about what that means for our industry and how how we go about representing uh, communities is very important. Yeah. And I think that um, 
you, you know, as people who have a lot of privilege, it's, it's a, the onus is on us when we are in circles to do what we can with our place mm -hmm. to help elevate those around us. And so uh, I, I just, I'm, I'm really, uh, I want to commend the actor who pushed Disney to bring in someone who was hearing impaired for this. Mm -hmm. And I, I want to commend Disney for, for um, you know, listening to the, the, their community of artists mm -hmm. and actually doing that and bringing in someone who brought their own perspective to this mm -hmm. and brought a, a, a really cool new piece of Star Wars is that there's this like, it's not just a couple of things in season one, which is what it was, but in season two, it's there is a language. There, there is a real Tuscan Raider identity built into the work of um, this hearing impaired actor. Yeah. And I think that's really that's really wonderful. And um, I just want to see companies do more of this. I want to see yeah. different uh, representations of, you know, the, there, there are so many different kinds of humans. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we see a lot of the same and a lot of the same uh, in our media. Yeah. And so to see things that are outside of the norm represented is really cool. And the Testament moments in this episode are are excellent. I, I, the, yeah. I, I love that episode of television. Yeah, yeah. we're not going into spoilers, obviously, yeah. but Blind Seer! Thank you so much for the biddies, my friend! Oh my gosh! Thank you for playing with yeah. us on Saturday. What are you talking John. about, John? Oh my goodness. Thank you so much. Y'all. Can we um can we get a shout out for John, the Blind Seer, uh, in the chat, who's a great friend of ours, amazing streamer. We played um, Phasmophobia on Saturday for mm -hmm. Halloween um, with Blind Seer and Half Donut. Um, this was my first time playing Phasmophobia. Mm -hmm. And then we played it in VR. It was wild. <laughs> yeah, and um, I, John, I, ho I hope it's alright for me to say this, but um, when, uh, when I was first introduced to John on uh, Twitch, I wasn't really aware that there was a visually impaired gaming community. Yeah. Um, I just wasn't. It wasn't something that I had ever interacted with. Uh, and now uh, we have several friends on Twitch who are visually impaired and mm -hmm. uh, play video games and make that uh, a part of their their joy in their life and yeah. happiness. And yeah. um, it's made me as a person interacting with um, people in that community. Uh, I, I really want to advocate for more accessibility in video games. And yeah. We're going to use our platform here to talk about that when we can. Yeah. And to commend games like Last of Us Part Two, which put out, you know, l truly like game changing accessibility options. Yeah. Um, and I, I want to see. Uh, oh, Blind Sear says, I couldn't agree. It's more, it's nice to see all groups represented, but prejudice against those disabilities is more prevalent than people realize, so it's appreciated. Yeah, I, I, I would love to, you know, especially because we have the show and we have our Twitch and our YouTube, like, I definitely want to talk about when um, companies are doing a good job of creating accessibility. Yeah, because it's important. You know, we love video games. Video games yeah. are part of our daily life. We play video games every day. And I would like for everybody to have access to that. Yeah. Um, and uh, I would like for everyone to be able to enjoy it in the most, you know, succinct way for their ability. Yeah. And um, I am so grateful to John uh, and for the community that he brought to my attention. Uh, for making me realize that that's something that uh, is is you know is worth fighting for, and and I'm I'm gonna keep doing that. Absolutely. And John is a absolute badass. Mm -hmm. Um, he streams in VR in a suit, Robin Banks for like twelve hours at a time. It's it's something to behold. It's wild. I I, <laughs> I, I was in VR for one hour and I was done. Like it knocked me out. Yeah. I almost threw up on stream. John yeah. streamed for like, I think he did like 13 hours in Jedi robes one time in VR. And I was literally just like watching like, it like, what, what is, 
what is happening? What's the secret? What's what, the secret? What yoga are you doing <laughs> that gives you these superpowers? Yeah, truly. I, like, uh, yeah, we, we both um, played VR on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Not for the first time, but for the first time for this kind of game. Mm-hmm. And neither of us felt very good afterwards. It's... Um, it's, it's tough. It's difficult. And, you know, your brain, like, if it's new to you, your brain just doesn't really know how to handle it. And yeah. we're hoping to, you know, kind of build up over time, play half an hour, an hour at a time, and so that we can play it more because it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, Tater's the same. Uh, he has a friend who is legally blind from a car accident. She's struggling to get back into gaming, which is something she used to really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I hope that we can um, push companies to make that easier for people like that. I hope that we can, um, you know, as a Twitch community and as a gaming community, find ways to make gaming more accessible to yeah. everyone and find ways to make it. Because, you know, it. I really think video games are just the best kind of escape. Um, I love them. And yeah. I want people, I want other people, everyone who loves them to be able to enjoy them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, you know, that, that, that shouldn't be, um, yeah, it should be accessible for everybody. Yeah. And I 100%. think that that is a really important thing. And I hope that we're seeing things step in that direction, you know, with mm-hmm. Last of Us and with some other releases. And I, uh, yeah, I, I think that, I think that video games are for everybody. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, and hopefully more companies follow Last of Us 2's uh, path. I hope that Naughty Dog... Um, I, I know that Naughty Dog probably doesn't want to share its tech, but I hope that around accessibility, they are willing to kind of share how they did that. Um, yeah, or at least work with others. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I, I, I want to see more accessibility in video games. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Thank um, you for the bits, John. That yeah, was thank you, very, John. very we kind really of you. I really appreciate it. <laughs> um, physical therapists are virtual reality for... Oh, use virtual... <laughs> Our virtual reality. I read that as physical therapists are virtual reality for therapy, and my brain literally fell apart. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, it's funny. That's um, uh, we we talked about not physical therapy, but like um, for something like uh, uh, Subnautica for people who have a fear of deep water. You know, yeah. is playing Subnautica helping you overcome that fear or is it just making it a lot worse and i'm like i don't know you know i i, I don't have a fear of open water me neither and so um, i can't really comment on that i have no idea but um, the only time i've ever felt a little bit of fear of open water was i was was when i was flying to japan and I, everyone else on the plane was asleep except me because uh-huh. i can't i can't sleep on planes trains automobiles i can't sleep in public i, I like i'm awake um, and I was awake the entire flight, and I got a little um, drunk. I think is the word. Uh, the the yeah, <laughs> the flight right. attendants were clearly worried about me, and they just kept bringing me Kirin beers, which I thought was awesome because Kirins are uh, an enemy in um, Monster Hunter. And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna crush these Kirins. Uh, and <laughs> so there was a point where we hit some bad turbulence, like we were bouncing up and down yeah and i looked out the window and it was just the ocean and i was like oh we're like we're over the ocean and we're like freaking like i was it felt like i was on a roller coaster yeah and it was the only time i've ever been like now would be a bad time to be in that water yes yes it would absolutely we were of course safe like and like yeah the 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 um <laughs> the flight attendants didn't even they weren't even phased like they no were like, yeah they're like this happens 
Yeah, I remember the first time I, first and only time I've ever really had bad turbulence, and I was like, oh, wow. Now I understand yeah. why it freaks people out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think um, VR as a physical therapy tool is very cool. Mm-hmm. You know, like the, the way that we are advancing with tech, um, the fact that it has so many different uses, you mm-hmm. know, because VR is, we, we think of it as like for video games and for fun. But it's one of those things that um, uh, is probably out there helping a lot of people. Which is really cool. Well, we were looking through like apps on the VR set and there was one that's a virtual desk setup where you and someone else can sit at a desk in VR and work together. Yeah. And I was like, this is wild. Like you could, if you needed to be in the same room with someone for a project in a COVID pandemic time, yeah, you could literally put the headset on and have your computer there in front of you so you can type and their face would be there and you could talk to them yeah. while, or their avatar, not them, but like, yeah. It would make, oh, it's just, it's wild to me. It's cool. The concept of that is is really, really interesting. And I'm sure that, like, there's, what? Just a hair. Oh, a second. <laughs> um, the, the, the concept of that is really fascinating. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, I love it. I'm, it's one of those things where I'm super excited to see where this goes. Yeah. You know, um... I want VR-controlled robot hands and full avatar robots, says Blindseer. Uh, the dream. The dream, right there. I want to be a 12-foot blue alien who has a necklace that somehow magically covers my nipples at all times. Magically, yeah. It's just one of my favorite parts of that movie is that she's... They're, they're like, really, like... <laughs> thank you, Shin. For the Empire. Cheers. <laughs> Um, it's just my favorite, you know, Zoe Saldana's character, um, God, what is, uh, I can't remember, but, uh, the... The Navi, I think? No, the Navi are her people. Oh, the Navi, okay, never mind. Um. It's been a while. The only character name I remember from Avatar is Jake Sully. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but she just has that necklace, and they're, they're playing it fast and loose with that PG-13 by having the necklace, like, bend to weird shapes to make sure that her chest is covered at all times. Yeah, yeah, or, like, the hair, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a choice. (laughs) Uh, Avatar Miller. <laughs> That's, yeah, Avatar. Um, Rockmage says, I just want a Gundam. Is that too much to ask? Uh, Rockmage, go Google Jap- Japan real life Gundam. Because they did build one. And it is very large and it scares me. What is it? It's a Gundam. I don't know what that is. It's the big mech suits from Gundam Wing, the anime. Did you never watch Gundam Wing on Nickelodeon as a kid? <gasps> what? You've never? Oh my god. The only anime I've seen is, um, uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Um... Um, uh, no AH, I'm good. Uh, Donut found some amazing Star Wars fan films. I think you'd like them. Oh, cool. I, I do love a good Star Wars fan film. Uh, unless in the fan film they say that the actual Star Wars is bad. And then I'm like, why would you? Eh. And then you're like, no, don't, don't you dare. Yeah. Don't go there. Or like, we did Star Wars better than Star Wars. And I'm like, all right. Cool. Cool, bro. Uh, your audio is not synced, but cool. Um. <laughs> wow. All right. Um... Uh, no, not everyone in Japan has one rock mage. There is a single one, and it is so large. Uh, it is, like, I think it's 60 feet tall, and it moves. Uh, what? Does someone go in and control it? Uh, I, I don't know. I need to know how this works. Here. Oh, no. We'll do it. We'll do it after the show. Um, because I can't pull up the video without a Bluetooth keyboard, so. Um. Another thing we need to buy to add to the list. We do need a Bluetooth keyboard for the morning show. (laughs) Uh. Because honestly, I would love to just watch that video on stream right now. Um, 
one day. One day. Uh, Gundam is, Wing is just one of them. Yeah, but, um, Hero of Wind, uh, Wing is the one, Gundam Wing was the one that was, like, available in Canada during our childhood. Mm. Um, what was that, what was that channel called? Like, Teletoon at Night or something? I can't remember. I mean, Teletoon was a channel, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It moves really slowly, but it can walk and kneel. That's still pretty cool. Yeah. Now we just need to put some, uh, some weapons on it and we need some um, kaiju to come out of the ocean and we have pacific rim toonami no. that's it rock mage thank you god toonami that was where i watched gun and wing as a child that i don't know that yeah it was great huh all right fair enough yeah i just i didn't really i don't know i guess i missed out on that one <clears throat> um dark dispatch asks why is star wars so popular i need an essay all right let's get into it um, Star Wars is popular because in the year 1977, a movie film came out called Star Wars. Uh, it was later, uh, renamed Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope because... It even had a title reasons. before Star Wars. Well, <laughs> yeah, 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 It's like um, The Adventures of Luke Starkiller or something like yeah, that. Yeah, no, like... but it's even longer than that because it's uh, The Adventures of Luke Star uh, Starkiller as recorded in the Journal of the Wills, Yeah, something like that. It's yeah. wild. Um, it's because, uh, it, it's because, okay, so here's what happened. George Lucas made an okay movie. Um, he made a coming of age story. No, I mean, he literally made an okay movie. Like it was just okay. And then his wife came in and edited the crap out of it. And she turned it into like a really, really, really good movie. And, uh, if you want to know why Star Wars is successful, you have to look at George Lucas's wife. Cause she, um, she made that happen. Um, yeah, saved by the editors, faux show. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I think the story actually starts with THX one eight one eight three. You know what? <laughs> I don't think we have time to get into why Star Wars is popular. It just is. It just is. Uh, well, it was also like new. You Not know, really. It's very old. No, no. I mean, like at the time, like it was. It was kind of like a. No, new I mean, like thing. the story at the time. The story was the same old story. Oh yeah, yeah. The yeah, story yeah. was nothing new. But it was, like, the idea of this, like, grungy space future was, like, whoa, you know, I, I don't know. Well, and, and you have to understand, like, the they made things, they made technology for that movie. Yeah. They moved technology forward. And so there were things in that movie that people just had genuinely never, never seen, seen before. before. The, the, the opening shot of um, the, uh, if you look at the screen, it looks like the uh, Star Destroyer flies in over your head. In movie theaters, and I've seen in movie theaters, it's a huge, it's an amazing effect, and everyone's done it since then. You know, yeah, Spaceballs yeah. has done it. Literally every every well, movie's done it. Yeah, of course, Spaceballs. Even did Alien, it. which only Alien came out two it. years later, did the same effect because it was so effective at the time. There were audience members who were screaming because the concept of what was happening literally scared people because it was yeah. the the rumble and um, you, you, there were advancements in the way that we projected film on screens. Uh, right before that, there were also advancements in uh, cinema audio right mm-hmm. before that. And so this iconic moment of this deep rumble as this thing flew over the audience's heads yeah. was really just a shocking um, a new experience for people. Yeah. And I think that in some ways Star Wars has been chasing that ever since. Yep. Um, Star Wars also, like, um, a lot of girls thought that the poster of Luke was really hot. 
<laughs> my mom did. I'm just, I'm just That's what that my mom t- said to us. Yeah. 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 Literally like that, like that poster was like a big deal. People were like, oh my gosh. And so, you know, that helps as well. And Star Wars, as Star Wars as a franchise has always been a leader in cinema technology. <laughs> like if you really think about what we watch, a lot of today's motion capture and performance capture yeah. on film. Mm-hmm. Um, and the person who pioneered, we the person who pioneered that was um, Ahmed Best and Jar Jar Banks. Yeah. And, you know, you wouldn't have Gollum, you wouldn't have, like, there are so many characters in cinema who don't exist without Jar Jar. And I know that Jar Jar gets a bad rap and everybody hates on him. Yeah. But there's no, there's no other beginning to motion capture. He's Mm -hmm. the first digitally created mapped character on a human body. Yeah. And so Jar Jar Binks is really the, like, beginning of how we have a lot of cinema now. You know, if you think about Thanos, you think about, like, all these characters that are just dots. The Hulk. Um, They're just dots on an actor's face. And that really started with um, the uh, prequels with Jar Jar Binks. And it was George Lucas's um, big criticism of the sequel trilogy was that there wasn't very much new about it. They didn't do anything that hadn't already been done in Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, There weren't new ships because they were using the X-Wings. There weren't new this or that. Um, And I think that the sequel trilogy... I do think the sequels trilogy struggled to do something new. Yeah. Because they kind of got caught up in the nostalgia of Star Wars a little bit. Yeah. Um, in a way that it was a story they kind of had to tell. How do you tell the story post Luke Skywalker without having nostalgia in it? Yeah. But um, for for George Lucas, it's always been about creating new technology. Yeah. And so Star Wars really pushed the boundaries of technology so consistently mm-hmm. that... They, the the first three movies were, were unbelievable to people. No one was making anything that looked anything like that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, uh, hem, uh, um I agree with you. The Lord of the Rings, um, the, the, those movies stand up today. They look incredible. Um, oh, yeah. Like, that, that's not what... Like, we are, we are not disputing that at all. That's a talk that we have had. You know, mm-hmm. you watch them and they, like, they... I, I, I'm still blown away by how good they look, mm-hmm. you know, because they really, like, put in the effort and, like, it, you know, uh, it was less special effects and more makeup and, like, physical, um, um, like, yeah, physical makeup instead of, like, after editing, things like that, and definitely, definitely innovative as well. Like, that, I don't think either of us dispute that. No, I'm not, I'm not disputing that. I'm just saying that, um... George Lucas did that 22 years earlier. Yeah. <laughs> you know and, what I mean? Like, you know, with other things, like he, like, like Star Wars is a pivotal point in cinema. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just, you know, there are movies that do that. And, 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 and they're, they're talking about how um, Gollum was created around the same time, but even Andy Serkis, the actor who portrayed Gollum in those movies has said that he would not have been able to have that technology work as well as it did if Ahmed Best hadn't done it first. Yeah. Um, and that's just, that. that's from the mouth of the person who did it. Yeah. Um, and Ahmed Best was the first person to do that. Uh, and he deserves so many more accolades than he gets. Yeah. Because, you know, as much as people hate on Jar Jar, what Jar Jar Binks did 
was change the industry. And what Ahmed Best did was his job. He showed up and he did what was asked of him. And he did a a very consistent job of that, which is hard with a comedic character like Jar Jar. Mm -hmm. And so to have received the hate that he did for doing what was asked of him well is such a bizarre thing to me. Yeah. Um, Just because people don't like the concept, they don't like the actor who did the concept, but it wasn't his idea. Like, (laughs) it's such a bizarre... Yeah. Yeah, it's such a bizarre, like, idea. I feel bad for the guy. (laughs) And actors get it all the time. Like, actor... People... um, Dax Shepard talks about, uh, on the show Parenthood, he cheats on his wife on the show. Um, And I hope that's... It's a spoiler for, like, a 15-year-old television show. Um, And he, he got, like, legitimate letters where people were like, how dare you? Like, and he talks about the fact that he got hate for doing his job as an actor and like yeah. reading the lines that some like Joffrey like the actor oh yeah yeah the same thing Joffrey in Game of Thrones I mean he left the acting industry whether or not that was related is not really public knowledge he says it's not he says it's not yeah but you never know like even mm-hmm. perhaps subconsciously I don't want to try to like analyze the guy he seems yeah. like a really cool dude but like that has to take a toll on you mm-hmm. you know like you know, it can it can all be like water under the bridge, but some things like it's it's hard it's hard to not have something like that stick with you. Like that's that's a that aggression. I don't know. Um, I I I I've never understood the whole like hating on actors for acting. <laughs> to be fair, you we are also I mean? actors, so we know yeah. the other side of it. But yeah. For sure. I it's it is very interesting people who can't differentiate between real life and fiction. Yeah. Um and and don't realize that actors don't choose their characters' actions. Yeah. I've never once and I've worked on a lot of new works where like they're writing it as they go. Yeah. And even when I'm in on the ground floor of something, I've never once made a decision for my character. No, no, no. It's it's everybody else is deciding yeah. how you do it. Like um, uh, which is a shame because sometimes, oh, Cap Richard, uh, he's saying that because sometimes playing those despicable, unlikable characters is the most rewarding. Yeah. It's very fun. Yeah. I love being a villain. Yeah. Well, sometimes. Some of the villains, when you're a big white guy, some of the villains you get to play are not as fun. <laughs> mm, fair. Yeah. Um, and I, and I take that responsibility seriously and I, I like, um, I like, you know, displaying the parts of history that you know, it's important that we keep talking about them and learning mm-hmm. from them so that we don't reenact them in real life. Yeah. Um, and we only reenact them on stage as, uh, you know, warning signals. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there's definitely been some times where I'm like, oh, yeah, I, uh... Oh, it is It is much more fun to play a supervillain than it is to play a Nazi, for sure, because Nazis were real, and it's yeah. weird. It's yeah. weird. Yeah, and, like, you, you, there's <clears throat> always that part of you that knows that, like, this was, this is not fiction yeah, in, no. in like, in the way that, like, a supervillain is, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Cappy. Um, yeah. Y'all, uh, that's our show. Yeah. Was this a good one? Yeah, you know what? We went a little bit all over the place, but... <laughs> but, but, you know what? I think we kept it mostly positive in light of the impending doom yeah yeah um you know we just we wanted to do a show today but there isn't really news because and there won't be news tomorrow but we're gonna do a show but we're gonna do a show we're gonna hang out with you um you know we apologize if there's no big stories but um companies aren't putting out news right now. yeah news is not what's important but we just want to spend our morning with you guys and hang out uh maybe um maybe for for you guys if you want to uh bring questions tomorrow 
Like, yeah. if you want to, if you want to think about like stuff that you might want to ask us, either about nerdy stuff or you know even just about us. Um, please. We certainly had a good little conversation about Star Wars there at the end. So we did, yeah. And you know what? Yeah, please come back if there's any questions you might have tomorrow because. As far as nerd news goes, there's not going to be a lot. There's going to be, you know, there, there's going to be election stuff. But uh, as far as nerdy things go, um, we would appreciate your help. <laughs> Y'all, um, we're going to uh, say goodbye now. The last thing we want to leave you with is uh, follow us on social media. Follow Clarice's channel. She's going to be streaming today doing her mo- Skyrim modding stream. And yep. um, we are going to just say vote. Vote today. Vote if you haven't already. If you have already voted, you're in the same boat as most people just sitting around waiting. But vote. Keep your keep your keep your spirits up today. Don't watch the news all day. It's yeah. not gonna help. Yeah. Um but it's- keep your spirits up and uh know that uh, we care about you. And uh if you're having a tough time today, tomorrow and then in the coming weeks with all this, reach out to us. Our Discord is always open and what we would love to chat with you about it. And um Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, we're going to uh we're just going to keep on uh, trying to bring some positivity into all this. And we hope that you'll come do that with us here at the Nerdy Nightly. Yeah. But most importantly, go vote today if you have not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with that, do you have anything else you want to add? Uh, no, that's uh, that's pretty much it. We're going to end the show for our audio listeners and uh, yeah. YouTube people. And then we're going to come back and we're going to we're gonna have a fun little raid. As we always say here, <laughs> do something nerdy tonight. Bye-bye. Bye.